This Welcome is- to Young Adult Catholics, a podcast for young adult Catholics. My name is Janelle. I'm Daniel. I'm Kayan. And today we're going to be doing like a two-part series on Catholic social teaching and non-negotiables. Um, <clears throat> this is a very popular thing going on right now, especially with the election coming up. And um, as a disclaimer, we are not professionals. We are not experts on this, but we are trying our best to put some information together for you guys. As with all information that you receive, you should always do your own research and um, and just do your own research and always like look at both sides of the story. So this specific video is Catholic social teaching. And like we always start, I'm going to pass it to Daniel to open us up. Yes, let's begin in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Michael, the Archangel, defend us in battle, be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke you, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan, and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. St. Luke, pray for us. Father, Amen. Amen. Okay, so first, what we're going to do is we're going to put a link up right now. We're going to edit it. You should see a link <laughs> right now. Um, we ask you to go to this link and take this quiz that was put on by Ascension Press. Um, it is, what does the church teach on these political issues? There's about 10, um, 10 quiz things. We call it? 10 questions. <laughs> 10 questions. Dang, she's been out of school for a while. <laughs> There's 10 questions Sheesh. on it. We've One all done year. it. So we just ask you, quiz pause questions. this video if you need to right now and take the quiz and then continue on with the quiz. I mean, with this video. <laughs> okay. Don't forget that. <laughs> Let's all keep right. Moving. So. Right after you've taken this quiz, I, I also acknowledge that um, some of you may be listening through Spotify. So if you can't li- click on the link, no worries, click on the link also on Spotify to take the quiz um, and then press play again in the recording. So right after taking that quiz, um, the reason why I wanted you to take this because personally, all three of us, we've taken it and we each got different results. <laughs> Um, I personally got 7 out of 10. Um, how about you guys? Six. I got 6 out of 10. And 6 then, out of 10. Yeah. But in my, in my thing, there's some of them that I just read through really quick. Like yeah. the environmental one. I thought, I was like, eh, I know that one. And I didn't pay attention yeah, to the Yeah, the questions other. are definitely uh, worded very... Yeah, you really have to, like, what you guys are probably experienced in now taking it. Um, you really have to read carefully for the um, responses, the answers. Because some of them may sound similar. Um, it sounds like trick questions, but in reality, it's not meant to be trick questions, but rather to show like there are four common views and perspectives that um, may be in response to those social teachings, to those um, political issues. Um, personally, I learned a lot after taking that. And at the end, it asks you to um, buy this book or read this book about it. So if you want, you could. So if you want, you can check that out. Um, but personally, we still have to read it ourselves. But yeah. um, after that, it definitely was a wake up call to um, take the time and really understand the church's stances on the different political issues. So we're gonna go ahead. Um, we're all there's ten of them, so we're all gonna take one and go round table about it. But the first question that was asked in the quiz is. When is just war permitted? And this one, um, I think I got this one right, but it's when, well, it just made the most sense. So as Catholics, 
It is when damage against us is grave, other solutions are ineffective, we have serious chances of success and it doesn't cause graver damage. So obviously, you know, protecting our country and where we live, like if North Korea decided to throw their <laughs> nuclear weapons, like of course we have to protect the country, we have to protect the people here. Um, and if other solutions are ineffective, for example, say we get to that point, but say like these peace talks have been ineffective, then that's when as a Catholic social teaching, we say that just war is permitted. Yeah, so for second question, it's gun policy should be focused on, and then I believe this one is insisting the right to defend oneself and one's loved ones, even if it means using lethal force. So the right to defend and protect life, uh, only if your life is being threatened. Um, I don't know if you guys want to add anything else to that. Um, yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, that's pretty straightforward, the yeah. gun policy. That's what Catholic social teaching is. Yeah, self-defense. So cat number three. Um, I can... Number three So number three, I'll read it for cat. So um, it's a Catholic response to poverty issues. This one I know I got wrong, actually, because um, I, I don't know if you can go back. So there's different options. And I chose the communist one. I was like, I chose the one that was like, Can um, you the answer or I can say the answer? Yeah. No, well, I have the answer here, okay. but what's the other? I, I, this is the answer. Oh yeah. I chose providing all citizens with equal opportunities and resources, regardless of their economic status or educational background. I thought that was it too. I thought that was it, but that's like the communist, <laughs> oh, yeah. <I> guess <laughs> the communist ideal. Oh my, no. Um, and reason why is because like, okay. Communism is a whole thing. I feel like people study that for years, like teachers and stuff. That's just a whole thing to go through. Mm -hmm. But um, the actual answer is, if you want to share it. Yeah, ensuring everyone is in, is provided living necessities such as clothes, food, and shelter without unjustly taxing from other citizens. Yes. So um, I feel like just a little more explanation about that is um, we we just need to make sure that our fellow people, they have food, they have shelter, they have a place to stay. Um, for example, like I learned about this and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Cam, but I was like, how come kids, okay, so I'm used to like kids being taken out of homes, foster care, and mm -hmm. I'm like, what about kids who are um, like, are, they're, they're homeless or something or like it's not a good life, they're like, and a social worker has told me before, like, well, they don't take out all the kids. One, because the system would be broken if they did that. But two, as long as they have shelter and food, you know, um, even if they are like homeless, as long as they have a place. When they say homeless, you know how homeless is described as living in a motel or something mm -hmm. like that. So they say as long as they have a shelter and food, um, they won't be taken away because it's just too much for the system. And I was like, I get it. Like they have a roof over their head of food. It doesn't mean it's the best, but that's still something that's provided to mm -hmm. them. Yes. Okay, so going on to the fourth one. I'm sorry for that transition. Going on to the fourth one. Um, it says immigration policy should emphasize. So that was like the question. And so it should em emphasize. This is what the Catholic social teaching says. A person's right to immigrate, keeping in mind the state of our own country, and regulating immigration as it benefits the common good. So I think like this is a big issue that especially has been going on right now in the US and it, it seems straightforward but there is confusion 
um, because while as Catholics we do like we do care for the well-being of those who are um, immigrating who who are coming to the country we also have to think about our own country as well mm -hmm. um, we can't completely disregard it <clears throat> for the sake of um, an individual because again we are a united country still and I, I know it's heavy to hear that and um, there are asylum seekers there are people who are coming here for just reasons but at the same time there is still a need for protection for the country and I personally like have struggled with this as well you know because I I was completely on the one side where it's like no like just let them come like why why should you even worry about it or think about it like just let it in but at the same time like where's the regulation in that in our own country and in the way that um, we keep track of our citizens in this country as well, because that is important too. Any yeah. other thoughts? Yeah, this is a hard one for me, especially being half Mexican. Um, and uh, I heard from a Catholic speaker before, like on one of the podcasts I listened to, that um, how come, why are we just letting Mexico easy pass immigration just because they're our neighbor, like border neighbor. Because if you think about it, the Americas on the map. And when I heard that, I was like, well, I don't know. I thought at first I was a little offended, but then I'm like, it kind of kind of makes a point um, because just because they're like right next to us doesn't mean that we have to accept them all. Like what about people coming from um, Japan or something like that, The those immigration. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a very iffy subject too. It's not like an easy one, but... Um, it makes sense having like some sort of reform or like making sure our country's okay. Um, and like, we must take care of everyone too, but I just feel like in our country right now, I feel like we don't have those spaces for people. That's why, like at least here in California, every everything's getting overpopulated. And I'm like, why don't we just like get the farmland in like Tennessee or something and, and like have people move there? I don't know. Uh, yeah, it is. It's a like what Kian said. It's a little iffy, but the Catholic social teaching says just to repeat it one more time. It says a person's right to immigrate, keeping in mind the state of our own country and regulating immigration as it benefits the common good. Yeah. All right. Uh, I lost track of which question. I believe we're in question six. Five. Actually. Five. Okay. Yeah. Rachel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So obviously this one's a hot topic. Um, just with uh, everything that's going on with Black Lives Matter movement. Um, Catholic response to racial justice would be recognizing that each person was made in the image and likeness of God and condemning all forms of discrimination as a result. Um, so pretty simple, like, especially from all the catechism I've experienced in my life, mm -hmm. it's simply respect and love uh, every single person you encounter because they're just as much of a member of Christ, a member of Christ's body. I mean, truly loving Christ, people as Christ would love them. Um, you know, not looking down upon them just because of their economic status uh, or the color of their skin. In this case, um, and truly just allowing everyone the equal opportunity to, you know, liberty and freedom, um, and just not discriminating people in the workplace or. Things like that, I think it's super important that we need to always recognize in our daily lives. Yeah. Um, remember, like, as we said, it's, it's very straightforward. Um, we are all made in the image and likeness of God. It's not 
some people made in the image and likeness of God. It's all of us made. So with that being said, um, as Catholics, we can't be racist because we see Jesus in our neighbor. We see Jesus in the ones that we um, interact with. So that should be pretty straightforward. And I hope all Catholics agree with that one, you know, that, or I hope they understand why that's our social teaching is that each person is made in the image and likeness of God. Um, so. Yeah, one more quick note about that is, um, because of that understanding and because of that belief as Catholics about being made in the image and likeness of God, um, we really want to emphasize the importance of like what life really is and making sure that um, as Catholics, we need to have a united understanding and belief and perspective as to what life is and its importance. Um, I know it sounds like another emphasis, but I really want to clarify on that because um, especially on this specific topic, there are so many people who want to do good. I want to make sure that everyone feels safe and loved and cared for. So in order to do that, to take action, like start within your hearts. That's something a friend of mine has told me. Start within your hearts and maybe even pray with yourself um, in front of Christ or just even with an image of Christ of like all the times that maybe you yourself have been racist, you yourself have been um, a perpetrator, you yourself have looked down upon someone because of certain characteristics or physical, um, physical obvious appearances, you know. So start within your hearts first um, before pointing at other people. Mm-hmm. Yes. So question number six is environmental practices should be aimed at, and the answer for the Catholic social teaching is working toward the preservation of the environment for our future generations while prudently harnessing it to aid our country's needs. Um, just prudent, if you can, uh, how to explain it? Prudence is a, a virtue. Mm-hmm. Um, and what it's saying is, you know, when we use our resources, it's to use it in a wise way. I'm using synonyms now, but to a wise way, you know, not to waste too much. Um, but we do have access to livestock and to farm fields and to use that as our country needs because our people do need to eat. Yeah. Yeah, just a quick little thing. I think it's simple. Um, simply put, use but don't abuse. Um, don't, don't... Uh, Take advantage of the abundance of what God has given you in a way that's just um, selfish. But rather think about, just use what you need and, you know, you'll have enough for the rest of your days. But so much, I think of like, uh, you know, when Corona first started, everyone was like panicking to get toilet paper. And it's like, you don't need that much. Have faith Mm -hmm. that you'll get through this virus with enough toilet paper, enough water. Um, And so... That's where it screws up everyone else then is you start taking more than what you need. So take what you need. Have faith that God will provide. In this case, uh, you know, take care of his nature. Take care of God's backyard. Preserve it so that future generations continue to enjoy the fruits that he's created. We can all enjoy what he's created, basically. I like what you said about that because I believe, I might be quoting the wrong Bible verse, but I'll change it if it is. But Matthew (laughs) chapter 26 um, when you talk about like just trust that you'll be provided for, like God says it, you know, if the birds in the sky um, have a place to rest their heads, what more us? Meaning 
he'll take care of us no matter what. Yeah. Um, and in addition to that, really quick, um, as much as like there is debate about um, when it comes to environment, like overall, like let's love our world. It is a gift, mm -hmm. like the place that we live in, the environment that we have because like we wouldn't be where we are without it as well. So let, let us care for our world and our nature. And um, again, with prudence, really taking um, steps and really being mindful of how much you intake, how much you have for yourself. Remember that, um, yes, care for yourself, but also care for those around you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so for number seven on the Catholic social teaching, it said, abortion should be viewed as, that's a question, and then the answer is, an issue of preeminent importance because life is the fundamental right of each human person in the moment of conception. So, as you mentioned earlier with one of the other teachings, um, all of us as Catholics need to have um, a united understanding and belief as to where life begins and the value of life itself. You know, something that um, Christ teaches us is that when it comes to life, um, no matter what status, no matter what stage of life of in, you're in, no matter what, um, what, what opportunities you have, like your life is still equally important because in the eyes of God, you are still his child and you are still loved. And his love and his mercy aren't unequal to those who, to those around him. He loves all. And that includes those as young as in conception. So yeah, and if you want, you could also check out one of our previous episodes on what it means to be a pro-life Catholic with our guest speaker, Michelle, on more information also. So number eight is euthanasia should be recognized as answer is ending the lives of the handicapped, sick, or dying persons by discontinuing ordinary care owed to them. It should convened, it should be condemned at all costs. Um, this is something that I always heard. This word was a big word. And I was like, I don't know what this means. I don't know if it's one mm. word or two words. Like you know, it sounds or like youth in, in Asia. Asia. <laughs> I was like, I never knew, but. Um, after under, like, hearing it, it makes total sense. Again, we believe as Catholics in um, protecting life from conception till natural death. And euthanasia, simply put, is not natural. There's nothing natural about ending someone's life prior to when it should have ended, which we don't know. But you only know if you allow life to, you know, proceed. Um, and so, you know, money should not get in the way. I know it's easier said than done um, for families, but in the day, like allow that soul to live out its course uh, and yeah. not not prematurely kill them because of money or any other burdens. Yeah, um, something as Catholics, which is very countercultural because people don't like suffering, is suffering. Um, as Catholics, we believe that in suffering there is joy. Jesus suffered for us on the cross so that we can have a joyous eternal life. We can have um, the keys to heaven. And so the reason why we as Catholics believe in a natural death is because even if a person is suffering so much, we pray and we hope that they take that suffering and make it to joy, that they take those suffering and make it into prayers for those who need it. Um, so that's something I always argue with, especially being a nurse and being with other medical professionals. Um, 
I, you know, this is a Catholic social teaching, so. Yeah, and going back really quick to just like how it goes into the um, big topic of life. Um, with euthanasia, like whether you're sick, whether you're handica handicapped, whether you're dying, your value as a person, your worth as a person didn't deteriorate with you. You know, it's still there. And I know that it may feel differently maybe. And again, as she said, like suffering is very difficult. And sometimes you may be very scared of it. Like maybe we're not as scared about death, which is why it's done, but rather you're scared about dying. And mm. I want you to know that there are there there are people there who will support you and who will love you and love those that you love um, who may be struggling with euthanasia and with that topic because being part of like the hospice um, hospice field and just um, knowing the difficulties that the dying and the sick do go through and this the scariness of um, dying itself I know that it's not easy and it's easier said than done but Again, this is what the Catholic Church teaches, and the Catholic Church is empathetic and compassionate, but first and foremost, it's not our right to take um, our own life. Mm -hmm. Next, um, question number nine. So it's about capital punishment in America. And the answer, or like what we believe in it is, it is impermissible as long as the country has the means to safely contain dangerous criminals, ensuring they aren't a threat to the population. Um, basically, we don't believe in capital punishment. We don't believe in the death penalty. Yeah. And really quick, um, the reason why we don't believe in capital punishment and in the death penalty has to do with um, God's love and mercy. We believe that... Um, no matter the crime, no matter how bad you've gone, um, God's mercy will always endure and will always um, overcome that. Yes, so as Kayan said, um, you can find this in our pro-life video with Michelle. Um, it's very beautiful talking about why we don't believe in capital punishment, and it goes more into that. Mm -hmm. And the last question is, a country's stance on human sexuality should focus on the well-being of the person and the answer is recognizing the dignity of each person, emphasizing the importance of family and divine design of each person. So this one, um, the different options, it gave different options about like who can tell us what human sexuality is about. Is it the lawmakers? Is it people just being able to do whatever they want? Um, the thing is, there is a truth. The Catholic Church knows the truth and we have to live by it. And when it says about recognizing the dignity of each person, it's reminding us that first, um, male and female, he created them. Um, he created them in his image and likeness. You know, there's male and female, and we each have equal dignity. Also, um, the importance of family and divine design. The family unit is the most basic structure of the society. And it's um, a wife and husband who have kids. And what their act is doing I'm not going to go too much into it because that should be for a longer episode. But basically, that's showing, um, as Kayanne said in her other video, Trinitarian love in that way. And that's how families grow. And that's how we keep our country going and keep um, our families growing. So this specific question was basically talking about 
and explaining how today, in today's society, um, everyone tries to put different definitions on human sexuality, but there's only one definition, there's only one way to look at this, at look at this specific um, human sexuality portion. Yeah, and one more additional thing is that I know that it could go into the idea of relativism, which is the idea that every person's truth is valid, but when that happens, then like what really is truth? Mm -hmm. You know, we could go into that even deeper, but um, basically overall going through all 10 of the Catholic social teachings, um, it all points towards really seeking and understanding and acting on, upon what the one true truth is. And it is the truth that Christ set an example for us. If it doesn't sit right with you, then do your own research. Make sure that you're um, searching up credible resources from actual professionals. Because again, we are not professionals, but we are young adult Catholics who are presenting this information and this Catholic social teaching as people who um, are trying and doing our best to understand the truth and share it with you as young adult Catholics. Thank you for watching this week's video on Catholic social teachings and the quiz from Ascension Press. Please be sure to check out the link. I'm going to pass it to Daniel to end us in prayer. Let us begin in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, Blessed Mother, we ask for your intercession through all these teachings for those who are listening or for us to struggle with some of these teachings. Help us to truly uh, be open to learning and accepting your truths and, and uh, learning how to live them out each and every day. Let us entrust in the blessed mothers we say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. St. Mary Magdalene, pray for us. In the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So be sure to follow us on YouTube, Spotify, RSS feed. We're now on IGTV. And watch part two of this video for us discussing non-negotiables. Yeah. Ouch!